You got the call, we spread the word. You read the papers, and that's how you heard about Freddie. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum, everyone. For those who don't know what it means, that is not teet, 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 the start of a countdown. It's actually an Arabic term meaning peace be with you. You can reply, Walaikum Salaam, peace be with you too. I mean, you don't have to run for cover. <laughs> it's just a cooler way of saying good evening. My name is Ifaz bin Jamil. Bin. <laughs> bin means son of. Ifaz, son of Jamil. So if you're thinking, ah, Osama bin Laden. And I are not related, man. He was Osama, son of Laden. So anyway, if you're wondering why the strange start, well, you see, when we started this off, I asked Feroz, so Feroz, what exactly do I have to say or what do, I, what do I talk about? And he said, well, you know, Dom talks about burgers. And I said, oh, burgers? Sure. And he said, not beef or chicken, man, the other kind. Pork. If I shall we focus? Okay, okay. So, and he continued. So, Dom talks about burgers and Gehan talks about schools. Uh, Dino talks about everything and that bugger, I mean, that talks about nothing, no? <laughs> so, uh, so why don't you do something light and non-controversial, huh? Talk about Muslims. <laughs> Seriously, Feroz. Hmm? Yes, yes, man, let's just show them that we Sri Lankan Muslims can take a joke as well. And he walked away. Well, thank you, Feroz. I'm the only one standing here now. <laughs> Let us show them. <clears throat> so anyway, let's get, thing, get, get things started, right? Are there any Sri Lankan Muslim men in the audience? Come on, make some noise! Habibi! 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 Come on. Hmm. I saw some of you keeping rather quiet. Hmm, talking to all the Muslim men out there. Yeah. Hmm, especially you, sir. Kept quiet, no? Hmm. Now, there are certain giveaways. Now, when you're seated next to your wife, wearing a hijab, little difficult to pretend that you're a non-Muslim, no? You too. Now you're clapping. <laughs> anyway, now some of you are thinking, my God, this bugger is going to disgrace us. Even a Sheer Ali Kapooran. You didn't understand that? Ask your Muslim friend. <laughs> Guys, relax. I am also Muslim. I am not going to reveal any of our secrets. <laughs> Except for this one man. This one secret, right? I mean, uh, no matter how posh Muslim men get, they may drive their fancy European cars, C-class, buy expensive wristwatches, C-master, uh, branded clothes and perfumes, uh, C-K. But one thing remains primitive. C-duction. Seduction, man. Our seductive methods have always remained primitive. 
I suppose I might have, I may have to show you. Yeah, so let me demonstrate. So, husband comes home, wife is preparing some meals in the kitchen. He tiptoes, hikes up Serong, <laughs> and goes, Siti, Siti, and nods seductively towards the bedroom. That's how we do seductive men. <laughs> Straight from the Stone Age. <laughs> the wife. Ah! What is this man? Middle of the afternoon. Children will also come after school. Nonsense you are. <laughs> The rice is also on the fire. Another five minutes have come, come. <laughs> but I must warn you, I have been chopping green chilies. <laughs> Nine months later. Child also just went to sleep. She'll wake up now. <laughs> Two minutes. <laughs> and as a result, we come from large families. <laughs> Extended to another level. Everybody is connected to everyone. And boy, do we have children, man. I mean, we have so many. The age gap between the older sister and the youngest brother is like 24. The girls get married very young and start having babies. Mother and daughter are pregnant around the same time. <laughs> and before you know it, you're married to your grandmother's first cousin's daughter, who is technically your aunt. Now, I'm sure all of you have seen a family tree, you know, a normal family tree. You know, neat little boxes and arrows which show you where you fit in. Now, yeah, there you are. So now, if you draw something like this for a Sri Lankan Muslim family, <laughs> Not an appropriate description. <laughs> the best way to describe this is what? Family jungle. <laughs> hmm. Not bad, no? For seductive methods. <laughs> Try it out tonight, it might work. Trust me. Anyway, the best thing is we have a network of old aunties who can ask you two questions. And with the accuracy of a supercomputer, show you exactly where you fit in in this jungle. The two questions are, Who is your mother? Who is your father? That is it. I mean, they don't even need your name, man. Just think about it. We Sri Lankan Muslims have a human identification system far more efficient than the CIA, FBI, and Homeland Security have in place. We have the anti-network. They cannot only identify you, but they can also tell you whether you're a nice guy, if you're eligible, and who is the right girl for you. 
Now, growing up, I also competed for the affections of a girl. My rival was Anwar Haji Arsan. He owned a jewelry shop. But we both owned B BMs. He owned a BMW and I owned a BMX bicycle. So anyway, for five years, with the aid of my BMX bicycle, I accumulated a collection of notes, letters, and memories. And he collected gold and a series of chins, man. I mean, seriously, when Muslim men start getting fat, there's no going back. I mean, every time I met him, he had a new chin. Ah, oh, salam alaikum, Machang. Hey, brand new car, no? Nice, nice, madam. Beautiful, beautiful. And what, what is that? One, two, three. Brand new chin also, no? I mean, how? I mean, from where? What the fuck do you eat, man? Huh? What? Buryani. What kind of buryani? So, I obviously lost. Because I did not realize that I was competing not with Haji son, but with the entire auntie network. I mean, come on, man. The girl was blind. I mean, she knows the two of us. She looked at us and weighed. I mean, the pros and cons. <laughs> and she would have said, but auntie, Haji son is fat, no? And then Ifaz is thin and tall and muscular. <laughs> Handsome. No, serious. Uh, okay. I mean, maybe, maybe she didn't say all of that. Okay, fine. I was not there. But at least she said that I was thin. And the aunties would have said, Are they bull? Huh? That prawn who comes in that bicycle? Huh? Look at the state of him, man. He can't even afford to feed himself. How is he going to afford, afford to feed you? Huh? Pulla. Fact is just a thing. You have it, you lose it. Last year thin, this year fat, next year thin. Mm. Bullshit. If there are any Muslim girls in the audience, and if your aunties ever tell you that, they are lying. Because you see, for Muslim men, fat is not a transit passenger. It's a permanent resident. When it comes, it stays. And if you try to deport it, it applies for asylum, man and moves to Christmas Island. <laughs> what you guys achieve with beer, we do with, we achieve with buryani. Mm. Let me put that in perspective, okay? So you order a buryani, someone invites some friends over, huh? Um, so there's some leftovers you may want to have it the next day, share it with your neighbor, whatever. So it's safe to say that, you know, a good 10 people can share a buryani, someone. Now, can anyone in the audience tell me how many Muslim men does it take to finish a buryani savan? Hmm? Any guesses? Any guesses? Four. Four. Wow. <laughs> Definitely a Muslim. <laughs> yes. Correct. Correct. It takes four Muslim men to finish a buryani savan. Hmm. Actually, no, that's not, not, not finish. Polish, polish. <laughs> Washing not required. <laughs> so anyway, let's get back to the aunties. Hmm? So if you're rich, then the aunties usually love you. And if they love you, they'll make sure that you get married to a beautiful Muslim girl. Mm. 
Now, well, the aunties had a few flaws in their intelligence network. They were not always right. For instance, I have a friend who used to be the darling of the auntie network because they thought he was studying all night. Auntie, I'll go to the library and come. Salam alaikum. Ah, peta duwa, peta duwa. Nalla padi, Dr. Rao. My friend at the library. Everybody dance now. Sparrows. The shit that he got away with, man. Yeah. You know the aunties thought that the National Museum was open all night? In reality, the boys were partying all night at a museum. Remember the blue elephant hmm, back in the day? I can tell you a few stories about the Muslim boys and the blue elephant. <laughs> Another day. Hmm? But you know, the aunties thought that the blue elephant was a place where the SNF peers went when they crossed over to the UNP, man. <laughs> the aunties also thought that, you know, these Young Muslim boys are nice singers and pious fellows, man. Why Friday early morning they are getting ready? Special day, no? Hmm? Yes. So, Friday afternoons, Muslim boys. Hmm? Friday nights. The way you make me feel, the way you make me feel, it really turns me on. So, you know, the talking about Michael Jackson, the aunties thought that Michael Jackson was Muslim, man. Yes. How, how auntie, how is Michael Jackson Muslim? Haven't you seen how he wears his trousers like this and white socks though? And two of his albums, one is called Bad, other one dangerous, Muslim. <laughs> so, the aunties had three no-nos. No drinking, no drugs, and no dating anyone. That is why you'll find the young Muslim boys usually dating non-Muslim girls. <laughs> because then the auntie network can never find out. But when the boys become rich and uh, fat, they are breaking up with their non-Muslim girlfriends and getting married to Muslim girls. <laughs> so the aunties think, God, that boy is pure, innocent, such a lovely boy. They think that the equipment has not even been unpacked yet. I mean, little do they realize that that equipment has been unpacked, used, abused, and sometimes even had to be repaired. <laughs> Our aunties have another trait. Hmm? They live long lives, man. Bless them. Bless them. Hmm? I mean, you non-Muslim ladies go around exercising, eating right, getting pills, procedures, checkups, and all sorts of things. Our aunties nicely back whatever they want, man. Yeah. Are they pull that? 
வந்துட்டு <laughs> the light the light has come ah. what hmm? what who is not coming for my janaza why why can't she come for my funeral hmm? the daughter yeah such a sweet lovely girl no hmm. what elopta with whom sharita nine with my god that girl huh? with whom man you all don't know no tell me who is the mother who is the father ah that rascal i knew it i knew it and this girl also shumma mm, just like the mother no kucham <laughs> kucham this is anwar is there any biryani left i'm hungry man but you all finish everything ah you all are trying to starve me to death ah and who the bloody hell put the light man switch off the light will you and they let the bill thing na pakran nasha mapo madher Yes, it revitalizes them. It gives them a new lease of life. So yeah, we Muslims have loads of children. In fact, we Muslim men are expected to be fully loaded revolvers. Must have six live bullets in the barrel. Otherwise, the uncle will say, "Hey, what man? Ah, your gun is broken, not working." Ah. <laughs> Yeah, they are very insensitive when it comes to that. They don't want to know if you're having problems medically, you know, seeing doctors, considering other ways of conceiving, you know, becoming pregnant. They don't want to know any of that shit. In fact, uh, a medical problem that we three out of Muslim men can't have is uh, low sperm count. <laughs> Then they will uh, announce that also loudly so that everyone in a range of two kilometers can hear. Are <laughs> they telling me, man, what's the problem? Ah, huh? tell me in the ear, man, I can't hear you. Ah. Ah, low sperm count. Oh. Are you Anwar? Did you hear this bugger? Low sperm count with his men firing blanks. <laughs> Useless bugger. Yeah. Anyway, once I was at a wedding and I overheard a conversation between uh, a young man and a Muslim uncle, and he was saying, "Ah, tell me, man, tell me. Why I can't hear you, bugger? Tell me the ear. Ah. What?" Oh, you are having a function are very good very good sir are you anwar did you hear this bug having a function it seems man what is the function sir ah oh, right right are erectile dysfunction it seems <laughs> shall we go you come right right we'll come we'll come so one of the very first questions that we get asked after marriage is are inga va inga va how many Auntie, we got married only last week. This is our Valima homecoming. Ah, so they don't even have to say children. It's implied, na? Huh? How many? <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought your brother only got married, man. You only got married. So you got the driving license. No, now go and drive the car. Which one you were waiting for? Hmm. 
A few years later, if you ask the same question, how many? And you say, one auntie. And they say, oh, just starting. <laughs> say, two aunties. Oh, very good. Keep it up. Keep it up. Say, three aunties. And they say, oh my God, golden boy, golden boy. Tanga podian. Say, four auntie. You are truly blessed, son. Truly blessed. If I ask, come here, ma. Are you idiot? Watch and learn, man. Watch and learn. <laughs> now go and do standing like a bloody fool. <laughs> so the more seed you sow, the greater the admiration. Say, what to do, auntie? No children. And they are thinking, I go. This fellow doesn't know how to do it, man. Must be going and putting it in the wrong place. <laughs> yes, it's true. We have tons of children. But we can't grasp it when a non-Muslim has more than two. Like my friend Ravi. Ah, hi, Macham Ravi. How are you? Long time, Macham. What the, what, what is it? What is all this? You started a daycare or something? <laughs> huh? What? Your children? All of these? How many? One, two, three, four, five. Ati. <laughs> okay, Macham. Okay, okay. You go, okay, bye, bye. Ade, Ravi, 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 Ravi. That, that, that little bugger. Yours. <laughs> At home. Siti, Siti, did you hear that mother Ravi, my friend? Five children, Matang, he has. Try five children, he has. All his, it seems. Hmm. Sin, know that wife? Poor girl. Horny bugger. What are you doing? Finish cooking? So yeah, so before I go, I want to clear a few things. Let's bust some Muslim myths, yeah? All right, let's start with hijabs, headscarves, burqas, abayas. Now, when some people see a woman walk into a room wearing one of these, there's a noticeable tension. Hmm? Almost as if they're expecting an explosion. <laughs> Assalamu alaikum auntie, four, three, two, one, kapus. No guys, no. Now there's a lady, there's a lady seated over there wearing a hijab, another lady seated over there at the back, right? Now I can tell you that the back of the auditorium is as safe as here. Yes, because I have seen a hijab kit. I mean, there is a cap, a shawl, some clips and pins. Yeah. No, not grenade pins, <laughs> safety pins. And there, isn't, there aren't any ball bearings and plastic explosives in there either. I mean, just imagine walking on the road with that kind of weight. <laughs> Silly. I mean, if you must know, one of the most noble women in the Islamic faith is always depicted with her head covered. Yes, you know her. The Virgin Mary, always depicted with her head covered. 
Right? Yes, I got that right. It's not a mistake. The Virgin Mary and Jesus Christ, peace be upon him, are two of the most revered people in the Islamic faith. Yeah. So as I was saying, it's all about personal freedom. You want to wear a miniskirt? Fine. You want to wear jeans? Go ahead. You want to cover your head? Be my guest. Hmm? I mean, when a man stares at a woman in a bikini, he's a creep, right? Well then, bikini or burqa shouldn't make a difference, no? <laughs> Alright, anyway, from burqas, let's move to our favorite subject, buryani. Mm. People, when Muslim shops make buryani, they don't make a special version for Muslims. It's all the same, okay? Now, some of you think that if a Muslim orders it, it's somehow better. No, it's not. So please stop calling your Muslim friends to order buryani for you. Finally, yes, we are Sri Lankans and we are Muslims. My pet hate is when somebody shows some shit that happens in Pakistan or Saudi Arabia and expects me to feel guilty about it. I mean, when they do stupid shit, it has nothing to do with me or my religion. That's their messed up tribal customs. Hmm? I mean, Pakistan is not my second home, nor is Saudi Arabia. Sri Lanka is our only home. One small thing to all those, a thing to all those people who are hoping to contest at the next Sri Lankan presidential election in 2020, I have just one small thing to say. Please don't forget us. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and Assalamu Alaikum. Thank you. Enjoy the evening. It's just out of thanks. Can laugh, you can clap, you can boo, you can hiss And a whole lot of people were about to take the fist But we do not know the 